this coming Sunday, we'll have these books in the, in the bookstore for sure, From Devastation to Restoration. And so I'd encourage you to get this. I, I have an older book. I've had it for, for ye- mine for years. I had the old copies, so this is Pastor Justin. So, uh, but this is a revised version too. So, But uh, it's not what you hear one thing that makes you who you are in the Christ Jesus. It's what you continually to hear. Amen? Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And just because we're preaching a message, you know, the word of God, when you open that word of God, and the, the, one of the things that drew me to uh, the word of faith out of my denominational thinking was the realization when you heard somebody that was full of the word of faith, you heard the word preached about continuously. What I mean by that is, a lot of times you can go into some churches and they very seldom even open a Bible, much less quote a scripture. And I read many books at the cemetery on seminary drive down here when I was there that people that had doctorates and I actually sat under one of the top five theologians in the world when I was there. And uh, very seldom did I ever, some of them ever open a Bible and teach out of it. And you'd read some of their books and there wouldn't be a scripture for a long time, and then you'd find a scripture here, and they'd elaborate what they thought about that scripture from their theological, philosophical mumbo-jumbo. And so, but the thing that you're going to see on every page and everything that you turn to, where Dr. Savell's ministering, where if it's Brother Copeland, if it's Jesse Duplantis, if it's Creflo, you're going to see that word, that they're going to, they're going to use the word of God to direct us and to teach us line upon line and precept upon precept. They're not going to just give you one or two scriptures and just tell you all their thoughts on it. They're going to continue to build what they're talking about upon the word of God, and you got to have the word on the inside of you in order for it to, because heaven and earth is going to pass away. All those theologians are going to pass away, but the word of God's not going to pass away. And we're, going to, and, and we're going to, forever in eternity, life is going to be ruled by the word of God. And so get this. If you don't have one of these copies, get one of these copies. Follow along. We're going, to be, we're going to be using a lot of them when we're teaching on Wednesday nights to help build you up. You're going to see a lot of different scriptures tonight that are just going to confirm what Jesus has restored to us. The name of this message in this series that we're going to be talking about is from devastation to restoration. And if you're a child of the most high God, you shouldn't be devastated anymore. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to walk the process out together to make sure that we're uh, walking it out line upon line and precept upon precept where the word of God is concerned. And uh, it's going to help and strengthen us. Amen. And then in the process of it, God is the God of all comfort that teaches us to comfort. So what you learn in here, you're going to be able to minister to other people wherever you go. Part of the calling and the anointing on this church and in this ministry is to equip and disciple people that have a ministry calling and a heart and passion for God and a passion for people as well. So what you'll hear on a Wednesday night and what we're teaching on a regular basis, no matter where it is and no matter what we're doing as a church, are things that you should and I should take and apply to my everyday life, not just my church life. And come on, my everyday life, my, wherever I'm going. Uh, we had a testimony this week. Uh, Cassie and I had an opportunity to minister to a young lady in a restaurant. And we just, um, by the spirit of the Lord, she was pregnant and the Lord had us talk to her for just a few minutes. And she said that her baby was, wasn't breathing. They said that it wasn't breathing. And so no heartbeat in the baby. And so we just right there in the middle of a restaurant, grabbed hands together. Another one of our youth leaders was there with us. They stood behind her. We prayed over her. We went back just a couple of days ago and she said, she's crying. She's hugging us. She's hugged Cassie. I don't know how many times while we were sitting there in the restaurant, but just went on. She said, the baby's heart is fine. Everything is great, you know? And what is that? What is that? It's taking what's been deposited on the inside of us and not just for the four walls of our church, but taking it outside of wherever we're going, whatever we're doing, we're to be a light into the world. Amen. So what we're gathering, what we're getting here on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, every time we come together, Thrive Groups, uh, youth. We're teaching our kids. We're teaching our people. We're teaching you guys. And we're doing this together. And we're taking this outside these four walls and taking what we're learning in here and making something happen out there. Isn't that awesome? So make sure y'all get a copy of that if you get a chance to. They'll be in the bookstore this coming Sunday for sure. Well, tonight we're going to cover one of the chapters, chapter three, which is God wants to do something new in your life. Somebody say new. new. Say this. God wants to do something, wants to do something. new in my life. 
Now, it's really cool because what you have to look at is what is God doing right now? What is God doing right now? I think this message, this, this particular part of this message is really appropriate. God is, there are no coincidences with God. Do you know the word coincidence is, does not occur in the Hebrew language? It does not occur. So here's, we had a switch and, and changed the pattern of what we were, how we were going to teach just because of some schedule conflicts and things. But I believe this message was important to be taught right after Pastor Justin gave a preface to the whole entire book. Because we've got to see what's happening now is what's the new today. Okay? Come on. Because you can't get married to yesteryears. Hello. Come on. Everybody wants to live in the glory of yesterday. No. What is God doing right now? And what God is doing right now is he's equipping us by an amazing word that the faithful, and it's so awesome because the message that Pastor Justin started preaching at the end of last year, you look at that word faithful and staying is in that faithful. He's been talking to us for the last 10 sermons that he's been up here on staying. And that's part of being faithful. you got to stay somewhere. you got to be planted, rooted, grounded where God's called you to be in order for you to flourish. And the faithful are going to flourish inside. So the now word for us is the faithful is going to flourish and it'll be as days of heaven on earth. Amen. That's the calling that's on our, that's what's happening now. Say now. now. But it's not any different than what God's been trying to do before the foundations of the world. Right. Hello. Right. What? He, he, what? Even in, you know, you look at Jesus's prayer with his disciples, it says, let it, Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in where? In heaven. So we're taking heaven and bringing it to the earth. That's the word that we have for the now. So in order for us to walk in the restoration that God desires for us to walk in right now, we've got to see days of heaven on earth now. 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 Say now. Now, it's so important because I told Cassie, we were all in there praying in the Holy Spirit a while ago. And in the process of it, uh, she's, I asked her, you know, did you see, are you seeing anything? Are you hearing anything from God? And we just got to talking. And one of the things the Lord was showing me, I said, I, I see a, a tidal wave. I said, it's like a tsunami. It's like a, a big wall of the glory of God that's trying to be released on the earth. But the re- realization, as she and I were talking about this, is that if God released his glory right now, it would consume a major part of the earth. Because when the glory of God shows up, it, it's a fire. It's like a fire, too. Come on. You know, you go, Pastor mentioned this the other day about Ananias and Sapphire. But the realization of the glory of God showing up, we got to honor and reverence and understand the fullness of his glory before we can receive the fullness of his glory. And that's why it's days of heaven on earth, not because if it was just heaven on earth all of a sudden, then we'd be here, man. We're in the millennial reign. And there's a process of this that we got to get through. Amen. So right now we're going to go through this and you got to see that today is your day to flourish and thrive. Okay. Not later. Now. Now. We can take the word and declare it as it is wanting to do it now, new in our lives right now. It is our responsibility to speak and confess this word daily. Decree a thing and it shall be done unto you, right? So we got to continuously speak what the word of God is for today. And that word is I am the faithful and I will flourish and thrive. Say that with me. I am the faithful. I will flourish and thrive. I am seeing days of heaven on earth. That's got to be mine in your confession every single day of our lives. Continuously, we can't draw back from that. If we're going to see the restoration that God has for us right now, it's in that prophecy because that's what God's speaking. Amen. In this earth today. Yes. We're ready for that. Yes. We're seeing days of heaven on earth because eventually we're going to heaven, okay? We're going to be raptured in the church. We're going to be gone. And then we're going to come back and have heaven on earth. Yes. Amen? Come on. A revelation of that. So we've got to start seeing glimpses of it so that people can realize they're missing out on something. And that we want them experiencing what we're experiencing. That's the days of heaven on earth. Now, in 2001, Dr. Seville preached a message called Focused. We had to stay focused. And there was an acrostic put to that, which is this. And I asked Sam to put a little slide together. But the word focus, because this is part of that staying that Pastor Justin's talking about. You're fixed on Christ unlimited supply every day of your life. Every day of your life. Not just one. You've got to stay fixed on this every day. There's a goosebump thief sitting outside these doors. 
The devil's a punk and he's a liar and he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you don't stay focused on this, it's, it's important. If you go back to listen to where Dr. Savell first preached when he talked about this time and season in, in, in our lives, I want to call you back to that. And um, when he talked about that, there was three things that he talked about because he said that eventually the, the news and the media is going to be talking doubt and unbelief. There are going to be a lot of things that are going on. You've got to guard yourself from talking what they're talking you have to guard yourself from talking what they're talking. Because if, if you don't watch it, you'll be confessing what they're confessing. And that kind of, no, you're seeing days of heaven on earth. While all hell is breaking loose anywhere else, that there isn't a covenant with Almighty God. Not in my house. Not in my territory. What we were praying out before service start. It's not welcome. We take authority over the spirits that are trying to run havoc in our areas, in our, in our communities, in our different areas that we all live in. You and I have that authority. We need to rule and reign with Christ Jesus. Amen. And call those things that be not as though they were so that they become what they were called to be. Amen. So you and I are the ones that have to constantly decree this in order for it to take place. Because see, restoration was paid for before the foundations of the word because Jesus said, I'll be the one to go if they all fall. And he did, and he came. So that was before the foundations of the earth. I got a couple of scriptures. Some of you look at me like a cow at a new gate. All right, Ephesians 1.4. Ephesians 1.4. It says, according as he hath chosen us. This is talking about me and you. In him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Look at John 17, 5. This is talking, Jesus is talking in John 17, 5. And it says, and now, Father, glorify me with thy, thou, hold on, glorify thou me with thine own self with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. 1 Corinthians 2, 7 says, now you got to realize that. You can go back up there. Christ in me, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, we are the body of what? Body of Christ. So if Christ is glorified back to his original state, where are we glorified? Come on. Revelation, understanding, grab a hold of it. Your DNA is heaven. I mean, is of heaven. Through God the Father and Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit that now lives on the inside of us. That's our DNA. So look at this. So in 1 Corinthians 2, 7, it says... 1 Corinthians 2, 7, give you a second. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. You got to see, there's a, there's a, there's a, this isn't just one passage of scripture. These are multiple passages of scripture that are helping you see that before the foundations of the world, if God's going to restore us to anything, he's not going to restore us to have a brand new physical life. He's restoring us to what he intended for us to be before the foundations of the world. To walk in his glory. To walk as his child, as his son, as his daughter. You're just as much a, ch- a child of God as Jesus is. Come on, that revelation's got to seek into us because seep into us because we've got to have that in order to release heaven on earth. If heaven's going to take place, if you want to see a manifestation of heaven on the earth, allow it to be released out of you. You be the vessel that's, that's laying hands on the sick. You be the one that God uses in the marketplace, in the, on the street corner, uh, in, a, in a line somewhere when you're waiting on something to happen. You use your faith on a plane. You use your faith when things aren't going right for everybody else in your neighborhood. You use your faith. You occupy your territory with heaven, and you bring heaven to the earth. Come on. That's what he's, that's what he's trying to restore. This restoration just isn't. Um, for when we get to heaven. This restoration is for now. 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 Now is our time. This is the time. Not tomorrow. Don't wait for it any longer. It's already been paid for. It was God's original intent before the foundations of the world. And he's there in us. He's going, please, come on, grab a hold of this. And we're going to see how to grab a hold of this as we go along. Look at the next scripture, 2 Timothy 1.9. Just another confirmation. 2 Timothy 1.9, who has saved us? Are you saved? Yes. yes, come on, we're saved, right? And called us with, a holy, with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus, when? Before the world began. Before the world began. Before the world began. 
His whole, his whole desire is to recreate earth with heaven. Come on. The Garden of Eden was just the beginning, a stepping stone for you and I. Originally, he wanted man to take this and, su- and subdue the whole entire earth, replenish it, and bring it back to its original state and condition before he threw Lucifer here on the earth. Yeah. Come on. So being from devastation, the devastating part was what Satan did in the garden. And if devastation is taking place in your life right now, just take authority over him. Because he's a spirit. He's a stupid spirit. Amen? Amen. Come on. And you've got the ability to rule and reign over him. You cast out devils. Come on. That's our job. Come on. Looks like a job for you and the Holy Ghost. Roll up your sleeves and get done what you got to get done. Amen? Come on. Get in your prayer class. Build yourself up in the most holy faith so you can edify yourself in this revelation of the restoration that's already taken place on the inside of you by the blood of Jesus that was shed on that cross for you over 2,000 years. And as far as God was concerned, it was signed, sealed, and delivered before the foundations of the earth because Jesus was willing way back then. And as far as God is concerned, once it's said, it's done. Amen? Woo, come on. We got to shout, somebody. Shout. Woo! So stay in focus. You're going to stay fixed on what? Now, here's the thing, because you can't be fixed on your own flesh and blood. Right. It's not by what you do, what I've done, or you, or ever will do. It's all on what Jesus fixed on Christ, unlimited supply each and every day of our lives. That's got to be mine and your responsibility every single day. It's holding fast the profession of our faith where this is concerned. Isaiah 42.9 is one of our foundation scriptures. You can turn there. The focus of this book that we're reading right now from devastation to restoration is to encourage us to believe God to restore everything that the devil has stolen from us. Everything. And that's not just you and here in the natural. Yes, here in the natural. But I'm talking about before the foundations of the earth. Our inheritance, our right as children of the most high God. We've got, to, we've got to take that by force. The kingdom of God suffers violent, and the violent take it by force. My old Pastor Monty used to say, you know, Trey ropes. He's a rodeo hand, and they rope. And Pastor Monty would always say, the blessed are the aggressive, for they shall receive a check. You know, because that's the, the, the ones who win are the ones who get the results. Amen? Well, Jesus has already won. I love what Dr. Savell says, you know, I can whoop somebody that's done being whooped. And Jesus has already done this, and he's made us more than a conqueror because all we have to do is claim what he has done and be it unto us according to what has been done according to that word. Amen? Isn't that better? He was the aggressive one, took it. Now, you you and I have got to be aggressive about what he's done for us. Come on. Part of that is, is changing our mind. Part of the restoration process is going to be renewing your mind to what Jesus has already done. You and I got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind to the word of God. That's part of the restoration process. We've got to grab hold of that. So God wants us to do something new in your life. Think about that. If you, he wants to do something new, what does he mean? That he hasn't done it before. Come on. What can you think of that hasn't been done in your life yet that God promised would be done in your life? Just pause, Selah, think about that for a second. What you can start doing is start owning that. Not because of what you've done, but because of what he's done. Yes, there you go. By his stripes, I am healed. I will not walk another day of my life. And I don't care what I feel like right now. I don't care what my body's telling. I don't care what my doctor has said right now. But because I have a, a king of kings and a lord of lords who've already paid for my redemptive the redemptive work on the inside of me that promises me that I can walk in divine health. So I am healthy from the top of my head. Your faith calleth those things that be not as though they were. Let the rich say I am, I mean, let the poor say I am rich. Let the sick say I am healed. Amen? Amen. That's got to be mine in your confession. What's new in your life? Your children come at, you've got a promise of your children's children to a thousand generations. Don't let no devil in hell keep you from receiving that which God has already promised and paid for where your children are concerned in your life. Amen. Hello? You've got these promises that you and I have got to cash in on. That's what's got to be what's new in your life. And it hasn't changed. God has been trying to, rest- has been trying to help us understand that he's restored this 
before the foundations of the world. The Old Testament was a type and shadow of the perfection that would take place when it came to Jesus. Now we don't have any excuse because Jesus has done, been there, done that, and kicked it. Amen? And he paid for it for me and you so that you and I can walk in. All we've got to do is hold fast the profession of our faith and stay on course like Pastor Justin, staying where God's told us to stay so the newness can wear off on, can, can, can roll over on us. Amen? So new things can happen. You go from glory to glory. You and I are going from glory to glory. Don't get, what's, what's, what's going to happen? It's, it's that one step of faith and that next step of faith. Just put one foot in front of the... the oh, you remember that Christmas, the abominable snowman, right? You know? And soon you'll be... What? what are you doing? You're taking a step of faith. Dr. Savelle always said, take baby steps. And you go back to it. What about Bob? You know, I don't, that dates Dr. Savelle, not me. Okay, I'm so, <laughs> just kidding. No, so you're taking these little babies. What are you doing? At least you're going somewhere. So, so, so wherever you are right now, you know what? That's, God's paid for that for me. That's in my restoration. That's already, been re- that's already been restored through the blood of Jesus. Now, help me, Lord Jesus, get a deeper revelation of that. Stay in this word so that you can have it. And the other thing is, is, is don't get tired of confessing this word. You cannot stop. You cannot confess it enough. Because whether you realize it or not, it's, it's, it's what it's doing. It's seeding on the inside of your heart to get rid of all the junk that you've sowed in there for years of doubt and unbelief. And eventually, it gets so full of the word of God that it just flows out of you effortlessly. And you don't even think about whether a cold has a right to be on your body or not. Come on. Everything, you just roll it over on the Lord because he cares for you. You just keep doing it with everything. You get to the point where it's just like, man, this is fun. This is what's next, Lord? What you got? And then he lets you start setting other free and teaching other people and, and pouring out. The, but you got to get it first. You can't give somebody something you don't have. You see, I see, you, know, you see people, you've got to grab this revelation for yourself. You've got to have this on the inside of you. And the way you're doing it is by decreeing it, by speaking it, by keeping it for your eyes. The things the Lord told, that, that Dr. Savelle told us in that last message. I want to read this. There's a, a six things that he shared with us where that message was concerned. And the three basic that everybody's getting to is let your heart be filled with the word, let your eyes be fixed on the word, and let your mouth continually speak the word. But then he said, don't get caught up in what's happening around the world. Stay in faith. Look, he said two times he says stay. And that's exactly what Pastor Justin's been preaching to us. So there's no excuses. Well, I didn't know no better. Come on. He says, stay in faith. Faith is a process. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith calls those things that be not as though they were. Faith worketh by love. And, be a do- and faith does. Amen? Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. So you're staying in faith. And then he says this. What would I just say? Stay focused. He said stay focused. And it reminded me of back then when he said fixed on Christ's unlimited supply every day. It's not something that you do one day. Do you want to see a lot of days of heaven on earth and do this every day? Speak it every day. You should know by now, thrive, increase, expand, uh, abound. What is it? The, the, your, your abundance, your enlarging, your days of heaven on earth, your um, prospering, stretching out. All these, spreading out is actually what it is. All these 10 different aspects of what God's done for you. Thrive, increase, expand. What, I'm going to go through these real quick. Grow. You're enlarging, you're prospering, you're spreading out. Uh, you're coming to a high point in your life, you're making steady progress. That's powerful. But what do we need to do? We need to keep it every day. Meditate on at least one of them. Take them with you. I'm increasing today. I'm increasing today. I'm increasing today. That's part of my flourish. That's part of my thrive. I am flourishing, therefore I'm thriving. And I'm increasing today. Somehow I'm increasing. He daily loads me with benefits. You can talk, call Psalms 68. He daily loads me with benefits. That's a scripture from God. He daily, this today's my day. I'm making steady progress. You just start meditating on it. This is what I'm doing. This is who I am. And I'm seeing days of heaven on earth. What are you doing? You're restoring yourself to what God's already restored to you. Come on. You're, you're taking the progress. You're making the progress. You're making it happen. I used to, one of the things I'd tell kids when we did camps was, if it's going to be, and they'd say, it's up to me. 
If it's going to be, it's up to me. Jesus has already done it all. If it's going to be, it's up to who? It's me. It's, if it's going to be, it's up to me. You, gotta take, you and I have to take that responsibility on ourselves. It's already been done. It's already signed, sealed, and delivered. And if it's going to be in our, if it's gonna be in our lives, it's up to me That's right. to believe and receive it. That's Amen? Right. So but it's gonna be, it's, this is the now word for 2,000. This is the now. Yes. We're right here now. This is what God's saying. This is what's happened on the first year. Stay focused and refuse to be negative. Right. Refuse. The third one is refuse to be negative. Glory. Come on. Refuse it. Refuse it. Just refuse it. Come on. Refuse it. And that may be you have to be quiet sometimes around some of the people that you hear all the time. Amen. Especially at work and other places and Mimi and Papa. Come on. Hello. Come on. Believe for them, though. But they're going to eventually realize you're not saying all that negativity. You're not saying all that. You're not talking like everybody else. You're talking the word of God. Well, what do you think about it? They're going to ask you one day. I, I don't know what y'all talking about, man. I'm so blessed, man. I'm increasing. I am thriving. My children are blessed. We're having abundance in our house right now. We're making so much steady progress right now. All my bills are paid two times ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? You're, going, you're just going over and over and over, and they're looking at you like, what's going on? And, you know, and they're going to have some questions. It's going to give you an opportunity to minister to your friends, to your coworkers, to your family. Yes. Why? Because they're going to see the proofs in the pudding when they look at you. Yes. You're going to have an open door. You know who they call when they need somebody to lay hands on? They don't call the other person. They're going to call you, right? Because right. you're the one that talks healing. So they figure, well, they talk it. Maybe they got it. <laughs> Hello? Amen. It's going to be fun when you have the opportunity to release right. heaven, and they're going to have a day of heaven on earth because you are willing yes. and obedient, and you're eating the good of the land. Yes. Come on. You and I releasing that. Amen. Isn't that fun? All right, so here we go. We keep going with this. We're going from devil. Say, I'm going to restoration. All right, so focus on this more than everything else. So in Isaiah, Isaiah 42, we're going to just go through some scriptures here. Uh, verse 9, it says, Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare before they spring up forth, I tell you of them. Okay, so that's pretty cool. The former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare before they spring forth, I tell you of them. I'm going to read this again. Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare, this is God talking, before they spring forth, I tell you of them. What is he saying here? It's exactly what Dr. Savell has done year after year after year. The Spirit of the Lord has given a pro- the man of God a word for a, for a season and a time, and he's declaring it, and he's telling someone of it so the prophet and the minister can tell it to the people. All right, let's continue here. So so, I'm going to read it one more time. Behold, here's the other thing. Before we go on, former things are come to pass. Man, let yesteryear be yesteryear. You can't go back and change it, so why talk about it? God is still the God of the breaking loose, and he's breaking loose on the earth still today. So go forth with that same word. God works in seeds. I love what Pastor Justin said earlier this Sunday. He doesn't work, the year didn't, he doesn't work in years. He works in seasons, and his, and his season can continue to go. Fruit season's always with us, amen? It's always going to be with us. So don't let it stop in your life, but don't, don't hang on to what didn't happen. So he says there, the former things are come to pass. They're done. Old things are old things. New things do I declare before they spring forth, I tell you. So there's going to be a springing forth that takes place. The suddenlies. Dr. Chevelle ministered on that. Has got a book and some CDs here. On the suddenly. What the suddenly. All of a sudden, what happens is, all of a sudden, you've been, I like to reckon this like an athlete working out. There's times where I've worked athletes out. And they're going through the process, they're going through the process, they're going through the process, they're going, and it doesn't look like anything's happening. But then I do the thing that they never thought I'd do, and I give them a whole week off, and I say, come back in a week. They look at me like, yeah, right. I'm serious, take a week off. Don't do anything, do whatever you want to do. Come back. And all of a sudden, during that rest, because faith rests, when you've done everything you know that God's telling you to do, you can rest in that. Quit laboring. You labor to get to that point. 
You fight the good fight of faith. You stay in the word. You keep it before you. you stand. And then there comes a point in time, you know what? That's God's job, not my job to make it happen. I'm standing fast in that. I just go on and go fast and do what I need to do. And they come back, and all of a sudden, they're exploding like they never exploded before. They're lifting like they never lifted before. Because what? Their muscles and their tendons and everything had time to, re- to rest for a little bit so they can come back and be stronger than they were before. And that's what Jesus would do with his disciples. They were going, going, laying hands on the sick, casting out devils, raising people from the dead. And then he said, hey, let's get off to the mountainside by ourselves for a little while. Let's spend a little time allowing it all to sink in. And those times that you have that God has you in a, a position, it's for you to focus more attention on him than you are putting out. And he fills you back up so that you can do whatever else he's fixing to ask you to do next. And you have to trust him in those seasons because sometimes, sometimes we get busy being busy. And that's not God's desire in our lives. He's doing the work, but we need to let him do that work. Sometimes he needs us to get out of the way so he can finish the work that he's already started. He's, it's his workmanship, right? Not ours. Is that preaching? Is that ministering to some people? It, it, it's, it's important. So he, but he's going to speak this. So our job is to declare it, to speak it, to hold it, and we're going to see what he says here. He says, God is always trying to tell us what he desires to do in our lives. We're the ones that have to believe it, receive it, take it, stand on it, stand for it by faith in his son Jesus' name. He asked this question in this book, and somebody's going to cover I think maybe it's either you or Trey. Are you fed up with the devil stealing from you, and are you ready to get it back? Are you doing the fed up, or is Trey? Okay, all right, so, so Trey's going to be talking about getting fed up. But you, you and I have got to get fed up with that, okay? And we'll, he's going to expand on that in a couple of weeks, okay? The sad thing is about so many people is they don't, want to, they don't want to walk days of heaven on earth because they won't put themselves before them, put this before themselves. Decree this continually, stand on this, promise as God has directed us to do so. A perfect example of people. Let me tell you something. There's, and you hear Dr. Seville say this all the time. You know what? He'll get to the end of the 2017 years. Well, that just didn't happen to me. And it's usually the ones that didn't stand fast. They weren't speaking it. They weren't staying in it. They weren't obedient. They weren't faithful. They weren't rooted and planted where God called them to be. And they're wondering why it ain't working for them. Well, that's, if that's the word of the Lord, it should have worked for me. No, not if you're not doing what the word of the Lord says to do. That's when you get your jig on. Excited. Yeah. Because you know why? You're going to do this. Say, I'm doing this. How many, I mean, I don't want to show up hands, but think about that. I know, I know some of y'all already have this word, and you're taking it, and you've got it on your refrigerator. You've got it in different places. You've got it on your phone. You, you're, you're keeping this before you, and I'm telling you, God's going to see to it. That, and you're doing, and you're staying wherever it is God's told you to stay. Yes. Uh, hello? Because yes. God's going to show up to where he already told you to stay, not where you want to be, and he's knocking on that door, and you ain't answering because you ain't there. I guess ain't nobody home. Got all this stuff. Where'd I take it? Hello? He's going to take it wherever it's supposed to be. Yeah. Get, there's an, a Dick Rubin used to say, get under the spot where the glory comes out. What, well, you got to understand that God, when God's doing something, it's, it's when Pastor Justin's preaching a message like staying, that's something that God's trying to tell us about. Yeah. Don't think, well, I've heard that. Well, Pastor Justin's been preaching that for this. You know what? You haven't got it yet. And there's more to it than what we've got already. So God's unveiling it to us more and more as we go along. Because you can't handle, all, it's, like a, it's like a really nice meal. You need segments of it. And if you ever go eat at a very nice restaurant, it usually takes you about two and a half hours. Come on, because there's a process of good food, that, if you want to consume all of it. <laughs> Amen? It's so important. The good thing about when you go eat a good, a good restaurant, you don't feel like, oh, like that afterwards. You're going, wow, that was amazing. And that's the same way that God's trying to do for you. He don't want you going like, oh. He wants you coming out going, yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. He wants you getting through 2017 going, man, that was the best year of my life. Wow. But he doesn't want you the whole year. He wants you every day. Every day looking for something awesome. I'll continue here in in, uh, Isaiah 42. Oh, let me go back. In In Luke chapter 5. A perfect example of a group of people that didn't experience what God was doing on the face of the earth was when Jesus was on the face of the earth. 
And there Jesus was. He's in a house. And the, and the scripture says in Luke chapter 5 that the anointing was there to heal them all. all right. But you know who got healed? A man that some friends from the outside tore open a roof to get their people. The anointing's on the inside. And all these people are in it. The, the anointing's there to heal them all. None of them got healed except for the man they lowered down from the top of the roof. How hungry are you? The Bible says, he who hungers and thirsts for their right place. That right place is that right place that Jesus has restored for us. When you hunger and thirst for it, you're going to be filled with it. Oh, glory. Do you want this newness that's going on? Do you want days of heaven on earth? This is, you're going to get hungry for it. You're going to do this word. Whoo, glory to God. That tells us that God can do something and not everyone will be affected by it. Dr. Chabelle talks about this in his book. If you're so preoccupied with your problem, you may not hear the answer. What Dr. Chabelle said in the book. What is he saying? Stop paying attention to the negative stuff that's going on. That's what he said to us just a couple of weeks ago when he was minister. Stop paying attention to the negative stuff that's going on and focus in on what God's saying about where your life is right now. Don't receive the negative reports. You take authority over those spirits that are trying to rule in that area of your life and you walk in newness of life that you've been, that's been paid for through the blood of Jesus. Amen? Let's look at, um, in, in 42.9, if you look at that scripture in 42.9, he says, the word of God spring forth, spring forth. That means it can come at any t- time, expected or unexpected. Yeah. Just don't get caught off guard. Mm-hmm. Be expecting it. Come on. I, I never will forget, um, I had the privilege, my old pastor, Dr. Savell, actually sowed a big seed into, no, they actually sowed a big seed into him. It was a ministry, and I won't name the ministry. It was another ministry that sowed a really large sum into Dr. Savelle. And they told him what it was, and he said, praise God. And he took the seed. He, the minister ministered this. He didn't jump. He didn't run around the room. He didn't do all that. You know why? Because he had been doing that way before it ever manifested. What, what did pastor preach to us this past Sunday morning? Get your praise on. Your praise comes before so when it does come, it's then it didn't surprise you. You've been expecting it. It's like, come on here. I've been expecting you. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. That's your intent. Man, when you see that goodness, you've been expecting that because that's your God. That's who you've been meditating on. That's what you've been expecting because your eyes have been fixed on him and his supply for your life, not what's been going on in the natural. And everybody else is like, man, aren't you excited? Yeah, I've been excited because I know God's been doing this for, going to be doing this for a long time. That's pretty awesome. But that's what we have to make sure that we're not caught off guard. Man. And we, I don't mind, and to some extent, do whatever you got to do, God. Amen. But I'm telling you, when you become so proactive about this, the blessings the Bible says will come on you and they'll overtake you. They'll overtake you. There'll be so much you won't know what to do with it. So much you have to give it away. Amen. Come on, get excited. Isaiah 42, 9 through 12. Let me look at this. Let me read this with y'all. Behold, the former things are come to pass. New things do I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. Sing unto the Lord a new song. That's what Pastor Justin's telling us. And his praise from the end of the earth. Ye that go down to the sea and all that is therein, the isles and the inhabitants thereof, let the wilderness and the cities thereof lift up their voice. The villages that Kadar doth inhabit. Let the inhabitants of the rock sing. Let them shout from the, mountains, from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory unto the Lord and declare his praise in the islands. Man, that's, that's, that's what pastor preached to us Sunday morning. Hello, get your praise on. Oh, just come on. Just thank God just to be thanking God. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank him for the air you breathe. Thank you for getting up this morning. Thank you that you got two feet to walk on. Amen. Come on. Be, just be in an attitude of gratitude. And when you see, you start thanking God for the little things, the big things start opening up to you. But listen to this. It says in 18, verse 18, Hear ye death, and look you blind, that you may see. Listen to this. Who is blind but my servant? Or death as my messengers that I sent? 
Who is blind as he that is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? Seeing many things, but thou observest not. Opening the ears, but he heareth not. Don't be so wrapped up in what is going on around the world. Don't talk like everybody else is talking. Speak the word. This is something I'm, I'm ministering to you. Speak what God is saying and declare what God is doing. Don't talk contrary to that word. I like what Jesse says. He says, you cannot have what you speak against. You cannot have what you speak against. What he's saying up here is that the servants, you see the religious people will tell you, religious people will tell you that it's it's not going to happen. Or they're going to talk about the problem all the time. Come on, you go down to the coffee shop and the good old denomination people, they want to talk about all the problems that are going on around the world. Go to the barber shop, go to the hair salon, and the majority of them want to talk the negative things that are going on. That's what he's talking about. And they're ministers. Hello? It's a reality out there. Seriously. You don't get this everywhere you go. You know? And what he's saying is, no, see, that can't be taking place. If you want it to spring forth in your life, you cannot allow that to seep into your life. Right. Stay focused on the uncompromised word of God. In his book, Dr. Savelle says this. He says, um, when God gets ready to do something new in the earth, he needs a mouthpiece. And once the prophet begins to decrease, yet thank God had, had legal right to confirm it with signs following. God's prophet is going to have legal right to, to perform it when, God, when we begin to speak it. When you and I begin to speak it, God has the right and authority to make it happen on the face right. of the earth. Yes. What does it say in Psalms 103? The angels hearken diligently unto the voice of the word of God. Not just any words that you're speaking out of your mouth, but when you start speaking what God is saying on the face of the earth, angels immediately begin to do whatever it is that is being said out of your mouth when it's lined up with according to the word of God. They're ministering spirit. They're strong and mighty to do what God has called them to do. You and I got to give them some reason to go do something. And so we're talking the word one day and talking doubt and unbelief the next day. We're, they're in a tug of war. They're going, well, I guess we can't do that now. Well, maybe, yeah, let's do it. No. And there's a, a, a battle going on. Yeah. And you and I got to stay true to the word of God. Our mouth, our mouth is a mouthpiece for what God's trying to do on the face of the earth. Guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. How do you guard it? You guard it by what comes out of your mouth. Your tongue is the pen of a ready writer and you're writing it on the tablets of your heart. You and I have got to speak that out of our mouth on a continuous basis. What word do we need to be speaking out of our mouth? We need to be speaking what God's word is saying about us in 2017. I'm the faithful. I'm rooted and planted where God's called me to be. Therefore, I am flourishing and I am thriving and I am seeing days of heaven on earth. It can't can't help but happen when you're doing that and you're speaking it continuously because the angels are going to do whatever it is that God's word says is supposed to be taking place on the face of the earth. And this is the word, fabulous outpourings that are going to be taking place, fabulous outpourings that are taking place right now are lined up with what's taking place in our life, days of heaven on earth. What is that? That is a word from the Lord. You, but it's not going to work unless you're speaking it continuously. You're living it continuously. You're not drawing back from it. You're not one day saying one thing, another day saying another thing. That's what's being restored on the face of the earth right now. Days of heaven on earth. Amen. Look at this. A couple more and we're done. Oh, here's a good book. If you've never read it, go at some point in time. You are the prophet of your own life. Great book by Brother Copeland. Great book. Don't get too excited. Lord have mercy. You are the prophet of your own life. By your words, you are justified. By your words, you are condemned. You will be held accountable for every word that comes out of your mouth. Hello. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Come on. And what we have to be speaking, because you're going to see this on the back part of Isaiah here. He talks about nobody. They weren't, they wouldn't speak restore. Therefore, he couldn't restore. If if God can get frustrated, that's why he's going, come on, guys, I don't want to see you suffering anymore. Don't let another year pass you by that my word doesn't take place in your life. Come on. He's your biggest cheerleader. Come on. Come on. He believes in you. He he calls you. He speaks faith over you all the time. He calls you. That's what he did with Job. 
my righteous servant, Job. There's none like, he was talking faith about Job, man. <laughs> Come on. He was not going to talk anything else about Job, amen? And he doesn't do anything else about you either. He sees you as his redeemed one, as a child of the most high God. He sees you through the eyes of Jesus and what Jesus did for you on that cross. You're a reflection of him. You're the spitting image of him. Glory. And he gets excited about it, and he says what his word says about you, not what you think about yourself. Yeah. Amen? Okay. So um, Isaiah 42, 22 says this. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes. They are all hid in prison houses. They are for a prey, and none delivereth for spoil, and none saith restore. And he's talking about those ones that don't hear, the ones that are talking that unbelief, and the ones that aren't listening to what God's saying on the face of the earth. God's already spoken what he wants to have happen, and they're speaking the negative that he's trying to say, stop sinking it, say to me, restore, and I will restore. And that's what he's saying to me and you. Now is our time to speak restoration over our land. And we're, we're doing it by declaring, I'm the faithful, I'm flourishing, and I'm thriving in 2017. And I am seeing days of heaven on earth. Yes. I am increasing, abounding, expanding, enlarging. You're doing all these for the honor and glory of God. Because yes. he's desiring to pour out his glory that he had with you before the foundations of the earth. Glory to God. In Jeremiah, 1, or in Jeremiah 1, 12, it says, This said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I hasten my word to perform it. God is hastening his word to perform it in our lives right now. And the word right now, the devastation, the restoration, the thing he's trying to restore as days of heaven on earth. But he needs me and you to be rooted and planted or he's called us to be. If you're watching by way of internet, get where God's called you to be. Get rooted and planted right where God's called you to be. Take, take authority over everything that's trying to distract you to be where God's called you to be. Get there, stay there, stay faithful, and do whatever it is God's telling you to do. And you will see days of heaven on earth. Amen. You got us, you and I, and that's for every one of us in here. God may be talking to you right now. Be real. I'm just going, come on, be real with it. And just maybe saying, you know what, you need to be serving in this area of the church, or you need to be doing this, or have, you know, I need you to do this. I need you to do this in your community. I need you to do this in your, in your wherever your housing department, wherever you are, in your job. I need you to do something. There's, God's looking, are you going to be faithful to do what he's asking you to do in 2017? Because if you'll do that, whatever it is God tells you to do, man, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to flourish. You're going to thrive. You're going to increase. You're going to expand. You're going to abound. You're going to prosper. Man, you're going to see days of heaven on earth. Glory. Isn't that wonderful? And it all comes by just us believing what the word of the Lord has spoken to us. That's where restoration begins. So he says that there, I'll hasten my word to perform. In Ezekiel 12, 25, last scripture, for I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. You and I have got to hang on to that. We're talking about you, your life does never, doesn't need to be in devastation anymore. If it is in devastation, it takes that long to get it on the right path. Yeah. That long. All you got to do is say, I repent from doing what I've been doing, and I turn my life over to Jesus. I give it all to him, not just part of it. Don't compartmentalize what, your life with what you're trying to do with what God's trying to do in your life. God asked you. He gave his all, he, and he continuously gives everything he has for you and me. And he's just saying, hey, give it up, man. I'll give it right. I'm telling you, I'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask, hope, or think with your life. But I need you to let go. Yeah. I've, said this, I've said this poem in here before, but my favorite poem is this. Because I believe a lot of times, a lot of times people are just holding on. You got to let go of some things in your life. You got to trust God with it. And that's what he's saying. Do you trust me? Do you, have, do you have enough faith in me? Part of being faithful is having faith in God to do what he wants to do with your life, not what, what you want to do with your life. God's got your best interest. Guarantee you. Because there's nothing you'll give up that God doesn't make sure that it comes back to you better than what it was before. But some of you are holding on to those broken dreams. I brought my broken dreams to God. You got these dreams, dreams, dreams. Oh, they're ever going to take a path. You're pursuing your dreams and you're not pursuing him. You got to seek him. Seek his heart, not his hands. Come on, we're that generation. 
We're, we're, we're seeking God with everything on But he says, I brought, you brought your broken dreams to God because you thought he was your friend. But instead, in leaving him in peace to work alone, you stuck around and you tried to help with ways that were your own. At last, you snatched them back and cried, how can you be so slow? He said, my child, what could I do? You never let them go. There's some things that I just believe that some of us, I mean, there's, in my own life, I know I'm examining myself going, God, I want to get rid of anything and everything that's keeping me from doing whatever it is that you wanted me to do. Not Because I know if I'm doing what you want me to do, it's going to be exceedingly above above that I want in my life. I guarantee you that. And you got to trust God with that. That's the biggest part of faith that you have to be faithful with, is God, whatever you want. God, I'm telling you, that, that's the seed that it takes in order for you to experience days of heaven on earth. Because there'll be times where he says, hey, turn down this street and go over here. I just need you to help me out today. I just need you to go over here and do this for me. Just be faithful with that. I trust you, God. Okay, if that's where you need me to go. You go pick up so-and-so today. They really need somebody to talk to them today. Man, Lord, I don't know if I got the time to pick up. Just trust him. Just trust him. Just trust him. Some of your greatest breakthroughs are just by those little steps of faith that it takes when he asks you to do something that your flesh doesn't want to do. But when you do, that's being faithful to be where God's planted you to be, called you to be, do what he's telling you to do. And you'll see, you'll see that you will flourish, you will thrive, you will increase, and you will see days of heaven on earth. Because the miracle you've been waiting to believe to see may come through that visitation that he's asking you to make. Amen. Come on. Amen. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it'll never return void, that it'll do what it's set out to do. I thank you that you are restoring to us everything that you have already predestined for us to walk in. I thank you for Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. I thank you that he who began a good work in us will continue it until his gracious return. I also thank you, Lord, that we can call upon you and you will answer us and you will show us great and mighty things. That if any of us lacks wisdom, that you'll give it to us. You upbraid not. You don't look at our track record, look at what we've been doing. When we ask you for wisdom, you give it to us. So we ask you right now, together, pray this with him. Say, Father God, I ask you for the wisdom to know what you need me to do, to be faithful, so that you and flourish, and flourish me, me in 2017. I want to see days of heaven on earth. Help me to trust you to make this happen. Help me to be faithful to confess this word, meditate on this word, stay in this word, so that you can restore days of heaven on earth for me and all that I come in contact with. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor Justin.